Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Uh, this week, we're actually going to talk about something that has been very instrumental for me in my transformation. Uh, and I think it's something that's very helpful. It's something known as mindful meditation. Recently, I did a YouTube video about uh, stress eating, uh, food addiction, uh, food dependency, emotional eating. And one of the main topics that were that was pulled out of that was things that can be done that help alleviate the reason why we are going to food for a dependency and our ability to process whatever we're going through to make sure that we're better off instead of harming ourselves with food, that we're actually putting ourselves in a position to be successful. So this episode is really just going to be uh, hovering around mindful meditation and ways that we can uh, help with mindful meditation. Uh, I myself uh, went to get my certification through uh, Trinity School of Natural Health. Their big emphasis was uh, mindful meditation, especially when it came to uh, dealing with either addiction, dealing with um, emotional issue, stress issue, uh, issues in general could be alleviated with the proper use of mindful meditation. So I wanted to really take um, a portion of my certification through a lot of episodes and really kind of expand on that. Um, you know, some of the one-on-one coaching that I want to do in the future is going to take these and really expand it into more of the personal space. But I think these as general topics to bring up and talk about, I think are going to be really good. Uh, mindful meditation uh, is essentially the practice or it's um, the actual um activity of taking yourself out of what is your current situation. So uh, I'll say this, you know, say if I've got a a stressful job and and I'm stressed out, say, you know, I've worked for an insurance company for years and uh, a portion of my uh, years at an insurance company, I would deal with a lot of uh, intense situations to say the least. And in those intense situations, there would never really be a break. It would be, I'm showing up to a stressful environment and that stressful environment is going to dictate my day. And then I'm going to have to take a breath at the end of the day and just essentially take a breath from what happened. A lot of my taking a breath from what happened came with food, came with the dependency on food and the alleviation that I felt with it. For some, it could be alcohol. For some, it could be smoking. It it could be any number of things. One thing that I remember when I first started at this uh, particular company is uh, one of the the senior guys was, if you aren't a uh, drinker, then you will be. Or if you don't have an addiction, you will have an addiction. Little did he know that I've been struggling with food my entire life, and this this job made my addiction so much worse. So I um, I talked about in uh, different YouTube videos about how many calories I would have in a day. And the peak of my food addiction was having thirteen thousand three hundred calories a day, and it, it was just straight up and down a food addiction. I was addicted to the feeling of how good food made me feel, and because it made me feel good. I used it as an alleviation, as a dependency to make me feel better. And I've watched different shows anywhere from my 600 pound life to uh, a lot of different shows that has chronicled weight, struggles with weight, obesity. And I was just watching one recently where it was a struggle to stay on the program. Uh, it was a my 600 pound life episode. It was a struggle to stay on the program. And one of the key things that she said was, if I know that food makes me feel good, why wouldn't I want to feel good now? Um, because I know I'm going to die earlier anyway. And it's almost that trap of a mentality to think, well, if I'm going to die early or if I'm going to die anyway, why don't I just enjoy the time that I have? And 
you could tell she was stuck in this mental anguish, this mental cage, this mental barrier. And that's a lot of what I would explain my years and years of um, food addiction is that I simply felt like I was in a constant cage and I almost felt like I had a key to get me out of one layer of that cage. But then I realized that there was another and it felt like I was running around in circles of just issues, issues, and issues. And so when I came across mindful meditation uh, during my certification program, I realized that a lot of stuff that I did up until uh, me getting to my final weight was a form of mindful meditation. I just didn't realize it. I just didn't have a word to put to it. And so when I talk about you know, finding something to take a break from what is currently causing it. Uh, I, I'm talking about mindful meditation. I'm talking about actually focusing on something that's going to take you away from your addiction and mindful meditation through uh, various studies that I've looked into is mindful meditation has actually shown results with those struggling with drugs and alcohol abuse. Actually, that addiction itself, they've actually seen quite a bit of a turnaround, a success from those that struggle with, say, drug abuse or alcohol abuse, them actually overcoming their addiction. So if food addiction, in my opinion, is worse than drugs and alcohol addiction, then why couldn't we use mindful meditation for that. And so mindful meditation, a couple of things that are highlighted here is um, in regards to what to do. And this is um, mindful meditation and it's taught by a Sam Harris. You can look up a few videos on YouTube about Sam Harris. Um, you know, maybe this podcast will go somewhere where I can actually have him on this podcast and we could discuss it a little bit more, but I'll quickly go over the four points that it talks about and then um, just kind of go into the details of it. And then I'll kind of intertwine that into my particular journey as far as losing the 320 pounds and how it's applicable for you if say you were to say hey i struggle with binge eating i struggle with emotional eating stress eating i have a food addiction i think not only reviewing these points but also seeing how it relates to your journey and my journey i think would provide some sort of education to get better um I practice mindful meditation in different ways and we'll go through that and mindful meditation. Okay. If I'm just completely honest, I thought, okay, meditation, I've got to get in some sort of yoga pose or I've got to be a Buddhist or I've got to practice yoga. I've got to have the chance. And this is how bad it was of me not knowing. And it's not that at all. You can intertwine spirituality with mindful meditation. So if you are a Christian or practicing Catholic, if you, uh, depending on the religion that you're connected to and the spirituality that you're connected to, you can intertwine it with mindful meditation. So a portion of mindful meditation, you can um, have prayer and intertwine that. But with mindful meditation, there are some points that I want to point out and kind of see how it intertwines. So one of the first ones is sit comfortably with your spine erect, either in a chair or cross-legged on a cushion. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and feel the points of contact between your body and the chair or the floor. Notice the sensations associated with sitting, feelings of pressure, warmth, tingling, vibration. Gradually become aware of the process of breathing. Pay attention to whether you feel the, uh, the breath most clear, the, where, wherever you feel your breath most clearly, either at the nostrils or in the rising and falling of your abdomen. Uh, allow your attention to rest in the mere sensation of breathing. There is no need to control your breath. Just let it come and go naturally. So th these first four points are talking about taking a moment. And this could be at home. This could be in the car. This could be at the gym. This could be um, on the exercise bike. It it's taking a moment and focusing on your breath. 
Focusing on your breath allows you to focus not on the things that are going on in life, not on the things that are causing you concern, but it's allowing you to focus on something that you can control, your breath. If you're hyper-focused on your your breath, you're hyper-focused on something that if you are breathing in, you're breathing in at the time that you want to breathe in for. Breathing out, it's the same way. The breathe in and breathe out and actually focusing on those sensations is a good start with that. Now, it did talk about the breathing in through your abdomen. Uh, I think one thing that I've struggled with for a long time is breathing in through my shoulders, breathing in through my chest whenever I'm stressed out. And breathing experts actually say that breathing directly through your uh, abdominal area, your core, your stomach, diaphragm area is the best way for you to breathe so that your body gets the oxygen that it needs. In fact, breathing through your nose has been said uh, many, many times in many different studies is the best way. You know, breathing through your nose provides your body um, a lot more oxygen, a lot more of the nutrient-rich oxygen that's going to help your cells, going to help your body through your nose versus through your mouth. They always talk about breathing through your nose because you are able to control more uh, your breath versus, I mean, think about the last time you worked out, oftentimes you're breathing through your mouth. Well, breathing through your nose provides so many more benefits. And that was actually a big highlight of the certification program is how we as humans, after five years old, stop breathing correctly. We start breathing with our shoulders. We feel taller. We start breathing through our chest, but we stop breathing through our diaphragm and breathing through our diaphragm. Uh, study after study has shown to be, um, the best for your body because, that oxygen is what's providing your cells, is what's providing your body with essentially nutrition. You think of food as nutrition for living daily life and doing this and doing that. Well, your breath, the oxygen is giving you the nutrition for you to just do basic things and, and cellular um, operations and, and everything that you need to do is coming from how you breathe. And so the first portion of this mindful meditation is saying, hey, Focus less on the things going on around you and focus on your breath. Focus on how you're breathing. And so how does this intertwine with how my journey is? When I started my journey in episode two, talked about how I started my journey with just breathing. Well, one thing I'm focused on, hyper-focused on when I'm starting to work out is my breath because I'm out of it. I am out of it at 500 pounds when I'm walking around and trying to get as many steps as possible. What if for a moment I were to walk and go through the beginning stages of walking, but actually focus on the breath that is going in and that it's going out. And I'm actually focused on breathing through my diaphragm, breathing through my abdominal area, and actually breathing through my nose and letting it out through my mouth. There is a technique known as the box breathing technique. It's essentially taking your breath in through your nose for three seconds, and you essentially would draw a box. So you would go from, say, left to right for three seconds. You would hold your breath for three seconds in the uh, the corner of the square and then you would let out the breath as you draw up and as you get to the next point you uh, hold it for three seconds and then breathe in as you're now going from right to left holding it there for three seconds on that third point and then breathing out as you get back to the original corner that you were at to start the box and so that box breathing technique has shown so much has shown so much effectiveness when it comes to handling stress when handling uh difficulty when handling emotions that taking that moment for yourself to actually breathe has has 
shown study after study, including in my own journey, of providing success clarity. And I think that's one thing in the weight loss health journey is we oftentimes lack clarity when it comes to what we need to do. How many times have we, well, how do I do that? Or when we started the health journey, how do I start? Or what do I do? Or what's the diet plan? What's the exercise program that I need to be doing? It's almost like there's a lack of clarity to start your journey. There's a lack of clarity when you walk into the gym, what foods to eat, what foods not to eat. There's such a lack of clarity that taking a moment for yourself to perform, say, the box breathing, to do mindful meditation and actually taking a moment aside from what you're worried about to actually just focus on your breathing and letting the sensation of breathing uh, drive your moment to yourself. Could be five, could be 10, could be 15 minutes, however much time you need, but however much time you can. I mean, I just welcomed a baby girl into the world and time isn't really something that is a luxury. Parents out there, those of you uh, out there that are busy, you know that time isn't something that is just easily given. But if you can take a time or take a moment, 5, 10, 15 minutes, and focus on mindful meditation so that you can be better for the time away from it, it's worth it. It's worth to take the time for that. Um, there is some continued information about mindful meditation, and I'll kind of get into my journey and, and um, kind of ha- helpful information for your journey. It says, every time your mind wanders in thought, gently return it to the sensation of breathing. As you focus on your breath, you will notice the other perceptions and sensations continue to appear. Sounds, feelings in the body, emotions. Simply notice the phenomenons as they emerge in the field of awareness. Awareness and then return to the sensation of breathing. Again, there are things that are going to be pulling you, like the stress of life, the stress of kids working out, your diet, everything in between. But focusing right back into breathing is going to give you the sensation needed to focus on maximizing your mindful meditation. Uh, the moment you observe that you have been lost in thought, notice the... Um, Notice the present thought itself as the object of consciousness. Then return your attention to the breath and to whatever sounds or sensations arise in the next moment. Continue in this way until you can merely witness all objects all objects of consciousness, sights, sounds, sensations, emotions, and even thoughts themselves as they arise and pass away. This is so important in why I talk about it and why I've dedicated a separate podcast just talking about mindful meditation. Is that for me, the gym, for me, starting off walking, for me, exercising, um, doing this or doing that, that is some sort of clarity moment. It could be going for a walk, going to the gym, Zumba class. I had my mindful meditation without realizing it. And it allowed me to process the addiction of food and the emotions of food, the binge eating. It allowed me to really think about and process why I was doing what I was doing. So what I would do to harm myself was after a stressful day at work, I would typically go to Taco Bell and order about $10 to $15 worth of food. After that $10 or $15 worth of food was consumed on my way home from work, I would start eating at home and doing my own thing. Now, this is not to say that mindful meditation is all of a sudden going to solve the fact that you're on your way home and you're going to see the Taco Bell, you're still going to see it. But it's now processing how you can eliminate the concerns and worries of the day and actually find a way to mindfully meditate away from it. Could I have, after work, sat in my car, focused on my breath, focused on a mindful meditation, and really take a moment away from what is concerning me of the day? 
um, oh, I don't have five minutes. Okay, well, what time do you have in the morning? What time do you have in the evening right before you go to bed? It's finding a way, and when we talk about find a way, finding a way to find time. If it's five, it's 10, if it's 15 minutes, finding that time to dedicate for yourself so that you can be better other places. If you are not taking that time and uh, say if you're giving 70%, 70, 70, 70, 70. You're constantly giving 70% throughout the days, throughout the weeks, throughout the months. And you're just giving 70%. You're not giving your all just because you're too tired. You're too worn out. You're, you're, you've gone through too much. But your mindful meditation that you do for 5, 10, 15 minutes is something to where that actually allows you to process, breathe, and let out the concerns and stresses of life or the concerns and stresses of emotions or whatever else is taxing you. And it allows you to bump that 70% up. Is it worth taking that 5, 10, 15 minutes? It is. I'm speaking from firsthand experience that it has been so rewarding for me to go just take a walk. For a lot of us, we find that, uh, and I think of the TV show Criminal Minds. If you've seen uh, the show Criminal Minds, they always talk about a serial killer or, or someone that performed some sort of gruesome act that something was a stressor. Something was a moment of like, okay, I've got to do this. This is a stressor. It caused me to do this. And the the criminal profilers, they're looking at what would the stressor was. Well, think about your food addiction. Think about the emotional eating, the binge eating. What is actually the root of it? What is actually the stressor that is causing you to do it? Strategize how you can mindfully meditate through that. So for me, it was being overwhelmed with stress. It was being overwhelmed with the demands of life and me having to meet certain expectations and meet certain standards that I felt like I wasn't prepared for or that I wasn't qualified for. Now, is me sitting in my car breathing for five minutes going to solve it? No, but it will help me strategize on how I can get better. We don't know, like I think episode two, I talked about getting to work and the very first time you go to work, you don't know where you're going. You're learning shortcuts, learning stoplights, learning who turns here, who turns where. I don't know how many times I've taken a ride to work and I've seen the same car a couple times and I'm like, that person takes the same route that I do and I always see that car. Well, over time, as you go to work your first year, you're six months in, a year in, two years, it's second nature for you to go to work. Um, you know the way, you know the shortcuts, you know what works, you know what street works, what street doesn't, what backs up, what doesn't back up. It allows you to strategize that over time you start understanding what is good for you, what's not good for you as far as getting to work, what places to avoid. Mindful meditation is just that. It allows you to really process what's good, what isn't, what you need to focus on and what you don't need to focus on. By you getting into a mindful meditation state, you're focusing on your breath, the sensations, the sights, the sounds, the emotions. You're allowing yourself to kind of reset. When I talked about earlier about the integration with spirituality, you know, I, as a Christian, I would take this moment to pray. Uh, if I were to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take this mindful meditation, these five minutes, and I'm going to pray. Uh, if it's the Lord's prayer to keep it simple, nothing complex. I don't need to repeat anything 15 times to, you know, have God hear me anymore. The Lord's Prayer, he instituted it. It's something I can focus on, and it's something that that is very easy for me to focus on. Well, what if I sat in the car, practiced box breathing, practiced my breath properly, not breathing in through my shoulders or through my chest, but actually breathing through my diaphragm, allowing the proper oxygen to hit my cells, allow the proper oxygen to hit my body. And in the process of me doing that and actually alleviating stress, alleviating that, um, that weight that is hitting my shoulders, in that, uh, as a Christian, I'm now praying. I'm now saying the Lord's Prayer. I'm intertwining my faith with mindful meditation, and I'm walking away from it a lot better. I don't know 
know how many times I've seen folks carry such a heavy burden when they're going to church and they take a moment of reflection, say at the altar, or take a, a moment of reflection after, say, the pastor or the minister is speaking, and then they come to a realization of, oh, okay, that's why I'm in this situation because of this. It, it's their form of mindful meditation to realize how to strategize to be better. It's the same thing. Find, when I talk about find a way, find a way to mindfully meditate. Find a way to take time in your day to say, you know what? I need to focus on me. I need to focus on um, what is going to allow me to strategize to be more successful in the future. Um, there's actually a uh, some, some studies and some information in regards to mindful meditation for exercise recovery. And I think this is important topics or points to point out. Um, meditation allows the body to experience higher levels of physical stress with less symptomatic activation. Male uh, runners, there was a male runners study in Norway, meditated for 30 minutes several times a week, had lower blood pressure, uh, had lower blood levels of lactic acid after exercise. So there was a study in Norway and it monitored uh, male runners. And those that practiced mindful meditation, those that practiced the, the uh, breathing techniques and actually taking maybe the, the time away from the stress, the five to 10 to 15 minutes, they had a lower, uh, they had lower blood levels of lactic acid after exercise, meaning they had less, um, uh, I, I'm always terrible with this word, uh, sympathetic, sim sympathetic, sympathetic activation. Whew, that's rough. And this is live. I don't know. It's rough with some words. If you've seen me on an Instagram live, I'm trying to repeat the Instagram names and it's really, really bad. Like someone's name is like, hello there. And I'm like, hello there. It's, it's, it's terrible. Uh, studies have found that recovery was greater when yoga poses were done prior to guided meditation session, session, which lasted seven and a half to 10 minutes. Ending a workout session with a five to 10 minute guided meditation may be excellent way to cool down, recover and introduce clients to the benefits of meditation. This is actually in uh, some of the program information that I have here. So, you know, starting, ending your day, uh, starting a workout, ending your workout with a time away to breathe and focus on breathing, the box breathing technique, taking a moment to uh, actually separate yourself from the stresses of life and actually allow time for you is going to help you be successful. When I started walking in the very beginning, that was my time to think. That was my time to let my mind wander. That was my time to focus on my breathing and my breath. To start my journey, I was out of breath. So I was really focusing on my breath. Um, but as my stamina and endurance got better, my breathing got better. And as I started breathing better, I started noticing a lot of differences. And mind you, I learned about mindful meditation later on in my journey. But now that I look back on a lot of the obstacles that I've been able to overcome, it's me taking a break away from the stresses and concerns of life to allow me to rewire. And I always think about when I say rewire, I I think about the old 40s or 50s phone lines where they're taking a cable out of one board and putting it somewhere else. The stresses, the concerns, the issues of life mix our wires in places that they're just not supposed to be. Well, mindful meditation allows us to actually take time to 
replug things where they need to be plugged so that we can properly assess a situation or properly make a decision about something that's important. Um, mindful meditation is something that you can research more on YouTube. There are guided mindful meditations um, depending on your level of spirituality as a Christian. You know, I would go through mindful meditation, um, you know, through prayer. There are many ones that I've seen on YouTube. Um, depending on your, you know, spirituality, there are many different ones, but mindful meditation is so important for the journey. And it's something that I wanted to, to dedicate and commit a entire episode two, uh, future episodes. I'm going to talk anything from, uh, the benefits of, um, recovery with supplements. Um, you know, what BCAAs are, what creatine is, um, I've talked about starting the diet, starting the exercise program, you know, what different things and obstacles are you going to face along the way? I want to dedicate a separate episode for just, um, stalls and plateaus. Cause that's huge. Especially if you're on the journey, you're doing so well, and then you hit a stall or a plateau, it's going to be an easy way to quit. So I think these 30 minute podcasts are going to be fantastic. It's not a two hour podcast, uh, where, you know, we're talking about 400 different things. I would like to keep these podcasts to 30 minutes and it focused on a central topic and just build a library. So that way, if at any moment, at any time you need to go back and say, Hey, you know, what, what, what did that episode talk about in regards to the benefits of mindful meditation? Uh, you can go back to this episode at any time and see how mindful meditation has shown in studies to actually benefit um, muscle uh, exercise recovery, but also it's helped deal with addictions. Um, again, um, they had a study separately just for those that struggled with drug and alcohol addiction, how it actually alleviated and helped those struggling with that addiction. I will probably dedicate a separate episode for this, but food addiction, in my opinion, is worse than drug addiction and alcohol addiction. Why? Because you can walk away from drug addiction. You can walk away from alcohol addiction. You don't need those to live. You can't walk away from food. You need that to live. So not only do you have to overcome that addiction, but you have to learn a healthy relationship with it. And that's so vital and so important. So I uh, wanted to conclude that episode or this episode with that. If you have any comments, feel free to uh, leave them. I'm typically going to be uploading this with a graphic on YouTube. So if you have any comments through the YouTube channel or if there's any message availability through the um uh, anchor site, feel free to leave it there. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and maybe ways that has helped you personally. Um, and of course, at every episode, I want to make sure that I'm giving a motivational minute and it's a motivational minute just dedicated to you, your journey and speaking from someone that thought it was impossible. Uh, and now that it is, and I know that it's possible, just taking that minute to just speak to you directly about your particular journey. So in regards to that, I, I want to, uh, directly talk about the stresses and concerns of life. We all have stresses. We all have concerns. We all have things that are weighing on us so heavily. And oftentimes we are so stressed out about tomorrow, next week, next month, that we forget what's in front of us right here, right now. You cannot cash a check with tomorrow's date on it today. Let today worry about itself. Let tomorrow worry about itself and focus on what's in front of you. That An hour from now, two hours from now, it might be something that you just think you can't get through, but let that time worry about the time that it's at and focus on what's in front of you. Focus on the time with your family and those that are in front of you. Focus on your goals and your dreams and the things that you want to get accomplished right now. You can't control what happens next week. Next week is going to happen. You can prepare for it, but stressing out about it, worrying about it, bearing, letting it bear or weigh you down is simply just going to hurt you in the present and it's going to hurt you right now. Let that stuff 
um, off. Let that stuff um, fall off and uh, almost have Teflon shoulders when it comes to situations. Let it just roll off your shoulders so that you can be prepared to conquer what's in front of you. But also, as you build your strength over time, you'll realize that you were able to conquer what was yesterday because that conquering of yesterday built you up and prepared you for what you're going to be conquering today. And you're continuing to build bricks of conquering so that way you have a wall that is so strong because you've gone through so much and you've conquered so much. So just want to encourage you in that to not let the stresses and worries of life weigh you down, but to focus on what's in front of you, conquer what's in front of you and take it one day at a time. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to recording some in the future and having some future guests uh, on future ones. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Take care.